Welcome back to another episode of We Don't Wanna. This is the podcast where we don't wanna. And in this case, I am very, very excited because I actually do want to. Uh, and Scott uh, gets to be <laughs> gets to be the one that uh, does not. So uh, we we get to experience Scott experiencing the Harry Potter books for the first time uh, ever. Yes. Uh, if you've listened to the pod before, uh, we have been uh, the roles have been reversed. Zach has been venturing into something I love, One Piece. Um, but uh, the whole idea behind this was that they were, we were going to get it from both sides, uh, if you will. Uh, now I have to be uh, the one going into something that I have no interest in in Harry Potter. Uh, you know, it's only fair. It's only fair. So, Scott, why don't you uh, why don't you take us a little through what what you know about Harry Potter? Um, I, I mean, we you know, I, I know that, you know, the majority of the story because you've watched the movies, right? Yes. So my my history with Harry Potter is I, I have never read the books. Um, I have at one point in time in my life seen all the movies, but it has been years and years and years. I remember extremely very little um i remember not like hating well i think i hated a couple of them um but like they just did not leave an impression on me at all uh i it was not something i was ever into i thought most of the you know the people who were into harry potter were total fucking nerds um which is ironic because i am also a nerd just about different things yeah man um you're yeah, like, you're uh, like peak nerd. Listen, let's not let's not okay. Um, but yeah, I think when the Harry Potter books first came out, I think they were just I viewed them as I th- I'm a little too old for this. What what year? Like when did they first become big? Like when were the first book came out? Um, ooh, I think the first book came out like in 90 97. Uh, no, oh, that can't um, be right. There's no way. Yeah, no, I they, they didn't... I mean, it took a while for them to get big. Okay, uh, when did they get big then, do you think? Well, so I know that... Is it like early 2000s? I know 2000s? that I caught on, like, just before the first movie came out. Okay. Uh, I believe I had sure. read the first three books, because that was all that was out, if I'm not gotcha. mistaken. Um, yeah, let's see here. Hold on. When did... Well, what whatever the case was, I, I think I always just viewed it as, oh, I'm too old for that. That doesn't interest me. That seems like uh, dumb nerd stuff. And I was just just never much engaged with it, like I said, aside from watching the movies. Um, but I just watch a lot of movies. So, uh, yeah, uh, I do not remember much at all. There are bits and pieces. Things... As I have started reading these books, things have come back a little bit, but not a lot. Uh, Anyone who knows me also knows I have a really terrible memory, so it doesn't surprise me that (laughs) this is still, this is still, even though I have seen all the movies, this is still a very new journey. Uh, Zach has also assured me that there is uh, many things in the books that are not in the movies, so. uh, Yeah, definitely. Here we, here we go. So the, the first book came out in 1997. Wow. Really? Uh, yeah. June 26, 1997. Um, so see, I guess I should have been like peak audience for this. I would have been nine years old. 
Wow. Yeah, I, I mean, I, guess... I definitely didn't start reading when when the first book came out. You know, sure. I, mean, I don't think sure. many people did. It took it, it took some years for them to gain some steam. I'm sure. The first move. Wow, man, that was that was a fast turnaround time. Uh, Sorcerer's Stone, the movie, came out in 2001. Wow. Yeah. They they recognized is, the popularity and jumped on it pretty quickly then. Yeah, man. Scholastic um, fucking hooked it up. Yeah, they did. Uh, Zach, why don't you tell us about your Harry Potter fandom? Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I feel like um, anybody who's listening who knows me even a tiny bit uh, is probably rolling their eyes really hard right now because Harry Potter might be might be my favorite thing to talk about um god man i i love it i i grew up on it you know uh i mentioned that uh, we started reading the books when like shortly before the first movie came out um it was a ton of fun my mom used to read them to me when i was a kid you know and oh. you know so, so we would like read them together uh until i felt capable and 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 I guess uh, mature enough to be able to process the information by myself and then I started reading them by myself um, yeah man I I, uh, I don't think I've ever lost a round of Harry Potter trivia um, wow I am I am a what was that bold claim <laughs> yeah I, I really don't think I've ever lost a round um, I remember do you remember that really awful um video uh video game no it's not a regular video game it's a board game but you use it like you use dvds it called uh like seen it oh i think so yeah yeah, Th- yeah there was a harry potter one and i know this is more for the movies but uh sure. the way it works is if you get a question right you get to go again uh i won yeah. on the first turn man <laughs> just not you were the damn <laughs> champion of harry potter seen it <laughs> yeah, wow yeah. and you you called me a nerd yeah, man. No, it's uh, it, it it was. I mean, it's just such a big part of my my childhood. Um, you know, like waiting a year or two between some of the books uh, to come out. Uh, you know, like I kind of aged up with the characters mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. book, so I I definitely like to an extent grew up with Harry Potter. Um and friends. Um, I am, I am a Ravenclaw. Uh, I've taken the Pottermore quiz twice, God. Uh, both God. of which yielding Ravenclaw. But if I do like makeshift ones, I guess like not official Harry Potter quizzes uh, online, I, I sometimes I trade between Ravenclaw and Gryffindor. See, um, this is this is exactly what I'm talking about. Though when we started talking about One Piece, I wasn't like, uh, I'm a I'm a I'm a Nami. Uh, part. If I took the quiz, I come back with uh, a Nami pers- persona. No. Okay, uh, hold on. That's this not is fair. like the people with their oh, I'm this house, and I took the Pottermore quiz, and that's the kind of shit that makes me made me like so like uh, that's lame. I'm gonna push this away. Anyone that associates with that, uh, that is lame as hell. Oh my and god. And that's why. I never engaged with this shit when this, I was younger. This sucks because you and I are both huge Game of Thrones fans. And we have yes. had the conversation several times of what house we would be in. What house we'd we belong have, to. We have, but I'm not going to take a damn quiz to it. I just know I'm a Lannister. I'm a asshole. Yeah, you're, you're a, a fucking privileged asshole. asshole. Yes. I'm a total Lannister. There's no... I, I don't have to take a quiz to know that. 
Okay, well, I'm just saying if George R. R. Martin put out an official, like, find out what house you're in, I'm pretty sure you'd probably click on that. Oh, I'd be on it like a fat kid on a cupcake. I mean, let's be real. <laughs> but let's also be real. George R. R. Martin ain't putting out anything ever, so there's that. Well, why don't we uh, why don't we just jump into it? Scott has been a real pal and actually been reading and listening to the audiobooks, and uh, he's got a decent amount of notes. Yes, I have I have been taking dutiful notes. I, I I am deep into Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, um, the first book here, and um, yeah, I'm ready to go, man. I'm feeling I'm feeling spicy today. You know, we we we've done full disclosure. We've done several episodes already uh you might have heard some of them already with uh zach uh hating on one piece and now it's now it's my turn baby i'm i'm ready to come out firing i am i'm feeling good i i uh took very dutiful notes and i'm i'm ready to roast this turd oh my god i can't wait to see zach love it he's gonna love it so much the the point of this podcast is not to just be down to just roast some shit you gotta give it a shot, you know. That's what we're doing. I, yes, obviously, I have you, Zach, who knows me very well. I am an objective person, uh, and I'm not gonna hate on it just for the sake of hating on it. Uh, I will Thank give you. it its due, what credit where it is due. Um, but I also will give it shit where it's due. Also, full transparency, full you know, full stop. Obviously, I understand that these books are meant for kids. Uh, oh, you know, you're gonna piss is, off so many Harry Potter fans. I, well, listen, <laughs> I'm sure plenty of adults enjoy them, but I'm also gonna say some things that it's like this is real dumb, and I'm sure the easy defense is like, well, it's for kids. Obviously, it's dumb. Duh. Especially, I feel like from what you've told me, the earlier books are. That's you know, that's fair. Uh, even more dumbs down and you know she, her her writing kind of demographic grew with the age of the kids who started with him but anyway uh yeah let's jump in here chapter one um the boy who lived <laughs> is that what it's called i don't have the chapter yep. titles here uh my first note uh is uh, just very simply the dursleys seem like real assholes <laughs> <laughs> yeah which uh, she definitely goes out of her way to make you uh, see that uh, these people are real piece of shit human beings. Um, that being said, I kind of like my boy Vernie. Uh, I have nicknames for almost everyone, so you'll you'll just have to deal <laughs> with that. Uh, we'll get we'll get to we'll get to why I like him here in a bit, but. Uh, yeah, uh, so Dursley, we start out. He sees a bunch of st- weird stuff. Like, uh, he's going to work. He sees a cat reading a map uh, and seeing people in robes. And there's all this weird stuff happening. And he see, hears people talking about uh, Harry. He hears the names Harry and Potter. And he's like, oh, crap. Isn't that uh, my wife's... Uh, wasn't that the name of their kid? Like, my nephew. Right. Um, and so he's like... Eh, What's going on here? Uh, I don't have much else aside from that. Oh, here's another thing. Here's another note I made. The thing I do remember from my time watching the movies is that I absolutely hated, hated anything to do with Harry's home life in the movies. Like, I feel like every beginning of every movie, I don't know this is for a fact, but I feel like this was the case. We had like 
15 to 20 minutes of Harry's home life with the Dursleys. And I probably skipped through some of it, I'm sure, when I was watching those. But I was just like, this is the lamest, dumbest shit. I do not care. Show me the magic. Show me the magic. Anyway, I do remember that. That's that fair. Is- it's, it's, not, it's not fun. I mean... It's not the meat and potatoes, you know? It, no, and it's not no. even the good appetizer, really. <laughs> no, it's just... I I understand what she's trying to do. She's trying to, like, inform you of Harry's character and what he had to put up with, but I just, right. it's not interesting to me at all. Sure. Uh, next, next, <laughs> next note I have here, I guess uh, as skipping ahead a little bit here, uh, it just says, put outer. Holy shit. Um... <laughs> You, <laughs> Zach was a very thorough giving One Piece shit for the names of things and what they call things. Oh my god. You have the audacity to do that when in Harry Potter, within the first chapter, she's busting out, oh, what's that thing? Oh, it's my put-outer. What does it do? Oh, it puts out lights. What? Okay, hold on. Listen, <laughs> you, have to, you have to understand that you're reading a story here. And you're reading it like the narrator is is taking on what Harry knows or doesn't know. And in this case, he's just being observant because Harry's not actually seeing this. But we don't know what it is. It's it's a describer. It's yeah, like, that works if it's from Harry's point of view. If it's like in Harry's point of view, like the only way he can describe it is that it's putting out her stuff. But when it's the narrator who is from a you know uh, godlike perspective that that argument doesn't hold water i'm sorry i'm sorry put outer is is real fucking dumb um <laughs> so you. yeah that i was like oh boy uh anyway dumbledore uh goes and has a chat with the cat who is obviously uh, dude uh, hold on every yeah. time that you've said something about the cat you rhyme <laughs> I, I, <laughs> there's a cat yeah. with a map chat with the cat <laughs> Yeah. It's a Dr. Seuss you know, book. Over I got here, a man. little uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Dr. Seuss in me. Um, here, Dumble. Um, here's a. I'm gonna tell you the main reason I have nicknames for everyone is because I got tired immediately of typing everyone's full name um, in my notes. So he's Dumble. Uh, okay. I have a note here that just says Dumble says he has a scar that's a map of the London Underground. <laughs> Is that just a joke, or is there a story we're going to get there? Nope. I'm like, what? Nope, just put that in your back pocket for some Harry Potter trivia. <laughs> okay, yeah, I, I don't know, don't tell me, I don't know if that pays off somewhere down the line, like, uh, but that was just very bizarre, that stuck out to me. He's like, oh, scars are useful, I have one that's a map of the London Underground. I'm like, what? <laughs> um... My next note here just says, uh, Dumble kind of seems like a moron. Um, and I think, uh, yo, Zach's, you should see Zach's face right now. Oh he is not pleased. Oh, my God. Um, the reason I have that is because uh, Hagrid and McGonagall both tell him, hey, yo, you're going to leave Harry Potter here? With these people, McGonagall's like, "Yeah, I watched them all day. They suck. Don't do this. This is a terrible idea." And Dumble gives her like no explanation for why it's gonna be okay. He's yeah. just like, "No, nah, no, nah, it's gonna be fine, bro. No, nah, no, nah, it's cool. Just leave God, it with these guys, yeah. nah, bro." And I'm just like, "What? 
Dumble, what are you doing, my guy? This is classic Dumbledore. Yeah. God damn it. Classic Dumbledore, I'm sure. I think he says something to the effect of like, oh, he'll be too popular in the wizard world and he'll grow up being famous without even knowing why and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, find foster parents, not his piece of shit. These people are shit. She tells him that. Anyway. Um... (laughs) I do agree. But with yeah, you. Dumbledore's just like, no, nah, it's cool, man. It's cool. There, well, just yeah, leave him here. Uh, so then they start talking about. I think I jumped ahead a little bit there. They're talking about uh, he who shall not be named is is what McGonagall says. Uh, but Dumble Dumble is just like, nah, Voldemort. Um, I, I say Voldemort. You guys are all cowards for not saying Voldemort. And apparently, so this is where I was like, boy, she's just. She's letting a lot of information just out here. Like, she's not leaving much mystery or to the imagination. It's where McGonagall's like, oh, yeah, well, you were the only one that Voldy was ever scared of. And uh, you're, you won't do the terrible things he does because you're too noble. And you're just as powerful as he is. And blah, blah. And I was just like, well, don't just straight up tell me that. I don't want to just know that like I thought it would have been cool if like just leave Dumble's power more to like mystery like he seems like kind of just a kindly old goober just let him be that for a while before you then show him doing something badass is what I would have preferred but I don't know so you you think that they showed his dick size a little too early yes exactly I mean this is the first chapter and She's already just like, oh yeah, Dumbledore's super powerful. Uh, he he, Voldemort was super scared of him, uh, but he just won't do like the terrible things that uh, Voldy did because he's too noble. Uh, right. Meanwhile, noble Dumble is putting Harry in a shit home. Um, anyway, that's that's most of the notes I have for chapter one here. Okay. Um, Overall, I, I was I have here. Overall, I was intrigued, but too much info uh, given away. Um, do you have any comments about chapter one, there, Zach? I mean, it's just I think it's obviously this is uh, with the perspective of having read the story. Sure. Um, more times than I can count. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I think it's I think it's like because there is still so much that you don't that you don't know right you know and even just in one chapter so much stuff that you don't know that will be talked about later and later and later and later um i think this is actually very um tame i guess in showing the hand okay um mind you i guess you know i i don't want to i don't want to like uh what's the word i i guess i don't want to like be coaching you on on oh, like sure. what you're supposed to look for or anything like that down the road. It's definitely not the the intent, uh, but it's just interesting that you felt like a lot was given away. Um, I know the first time I read it again, I was a child, so I guess I I didn't really have the perspective right. or you know of, of that. And but yeah, well, I'm, not I mean not that they're giving everything away, but like I said, just specifically like just the stuff about Dumbledore and Voldemort being like equal in power and it's just like eh I thought it would have been cool if it if 
Dumbledore, they let Dumbledore kind of have this persona of just like, oh, a kindly old kind of cool wizard dude. Right. And then at some point down the line, you fucking see him go off like that. That would have been a cool thing. But sure. Anyway. Fair enough. Um, okay. Chapter two. The Vanishing Glass. <laughs> sure. Uh, <laughs> my first note for chapter two just says, Harry lives under the stairs. Boo hoo. <laughs> You're the worst. Yes, I am. You can tell already. I'm, I'm very sympathetic uh, towards this character. Uh, he's 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 very kind of. Uh, well, that's not truly fair. I was gonna say he's very woe is me about it. He he seems pretty. Uh, I don't know if resigned to the fact. But he seems okay with it. I guess. Uh, I I also. <laughs> This is dumb. I made a note here about uh, my boy Guillermo lives under the stairs and is way more cheerful about it. Uh, That is a uh, reference to What We Do in the Shadows, which is a fantastic show everyone should watch if they have not. Uh, Yeah, I've never seen that. It's real good. Um, Real, real funny show. Um, uh, Next up here, she goes to great length to show us how shitty the Dursleys are to Harry and how horrible his life is. Uh, again, I get it. I think she just goes so overboard with that. It's like, okay, we get it. These are bad people. Dumbledore fucked up. I understand that. You don't need to continue to show it to me for five chapters at the beginning of every book. Uh, which, again, I don't know if that's the case, but that's just what I remember from the movies. Um, <laughs> and, um, all the Dursley stuff is just as miserable as I remember. Um... I think I skip ahead a little bit ahead. So they go to the zoo. Uh, I don't have a ton of notes for this chapter. They go to the zoo, and Harry talks with the snake, uh, which is pretty cool. Then the glass disappears, and the snake gets out. Of course, they blame Harry. Um, I think Harry mentions several times about how weird stuff happens around him. Um, like, and he always gets in trouble for it. Like, uh, his hair, maybe I get into this more later, but... They cut his hair, and it immediately grew back overnight. Right. And he ended up on the roof of the school uh, while, uh, what's his name, the dipshit son was chasing him one time, and he got in trouble for that. Um, So he mentions all this weird stuff that just seems to happen to him. And I'll I'll come back to that later, because I thought there was something that was uh, real stupid later uh, uh, with that. Um, chapter three here. Um, was there anything you wanted to address in chapter two that I missed? Um, so, I mean, he, he was, he had a conversation, a full on conversation with the snake. Yes. Um, the snake also, (laughs) I just remembered this. Doesn't the snake like when it gets out, it's just like, thanks, adios amigos. It like says something like talks in Spanish or something. You know, man, I think he does, actually. I think think he does. And I was just like, okay. I mean, the snake was from Brazil, but not from Brazil because he was bred in the zoo. Uh, I don't know where that snake learned Spanish. Yeah. Hold on. I'm looking. I think he says adios, amigo. I'm almost positive. Oh, yeah. Brazil. Here I come. Thanks, amigo. Wait, wait, wait. Actually, thanks, amigo. You got to get those S's on so we know it's a snake. (laughs) Um, yeah, full-on conversation with the snake, which, again, is weird. Uh, and I, I want to touch and come back to that later. 
chapter three. Here we go. Here's here's something I can say positive here. <clears throat> Harry gets a letter. What? I I was gonna say there there's something, and I like I just got through saying that I'm not gonna coach you through like things to observe in this, but I, I do oh, no. want. Just because I feel like you you actually will appreciate it, and, and maybe you already have, but um, in moments in the books that are frantic, that a lot is happening, mm-hmm. um, J.K. Rowling does a fantastic job of writing those sequences, like those scenes. Um, she's very, I don't know, I guess like, so like I, I recently have reread the, the Harry Potter books, I think I told you that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and every time that was something more that I acknowledged. Again, I am biased because I love the series, but mm-hmm. but just going through any of the like action scenes you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, okay. So like in this in this chapter, it's not specifically an action scene, but like when when all the letters well, start when, coming in, you know, where stuff is happening. Yeah, when when but when stuff is happening happening like frantically and fast sure. and just like it's stressful. You you get like. Like you start reading faster, and you're like, "Oh my god!" You know what's going on, uh, and, and I think she paints that really, really well. Okay. So that didn't stick out to me, but I'll I'll keep an eye on that to see uh, to see what I think. Um, again, thanks for not coaching me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, chapter three: Harry gets a letter addressed to quote the cupboard under the stairs. Yeah, which is real dumb, but that is just the kind of dumb that I can get behind. Um, Hell that's, yeah. I, I like that. It's just the cupboard under the stairs. Hell because yeah. that's where he lives. I, I, I got a kick out of that. Uh, <clears throat> next I have, uh, have they been watching him this whole time and just let him suffer under the Dursleys? Because <laughs> that's fucked up. I That'd be like an awful it. thought, huh? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is super fucked up, but again, I can get behind that kind of fucked up shit. Uh... Okay, so then uh, Vernie, Vernie doesn't let him read it. Uh, this is where my I feel like my love for Vernie started to grow. He is like a ninja when it comes to these letters. He keeps pause, pause, somehow pause, pause. preventing Harry from getting them. Um, more, more and more letters keep coming in like increasingly impossible ways, but somehow. Old Vernie always keeps Harry from reading them. Um, yeah, they like they're coming in through like they keep getting more and more every day, and even if Harry changes rooms or something, they're always addressed to wherever he is at the time. Um, let's see. Oh, uh, I have here. <laughs> I don't know if you remember this, and I had to go back and reread this just to make sure I wasn't crazy. Uh, there's a point here where she writes that Mr. Dursley uses a fruitcake to hammer a nail. Do you remember this? A fruitcake? I don't... He's, like, mailing up a nail slot, and it's very, like, she doesn't focus on it at all. It just kind of says in the sentence, as he used... A fruitcake from Mrs. Dursley to hammer the mail slot shut. And I was like, is that a typo? That's kind of weird. Hold on. And then just... Interesting. And then just a little bit later, there was another one 
where it says he spreads marmalade on his newspaper. Is the implication here that Vernie is just full-on losing his mind? Because that, again, I love. (laughs) Petunia, they're not like you and me, said Uncle Vernon, trying to knock in a nail with a piece of fruitcake Aunt Petunia Mm -hmm. had just bought him. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What the fuck? Yeah, and then a little bit later, it says he spreads marmalade on his newspaper. I think she's just subtly trying to... And I think think, it's kind of... No, I, I think, think it's kind of crazy. played out later. The dude's going full on nuts. Dude, and that's I love amazing. It. I never noticed that. And I've read these well, books several times. There you go. That's me. That's incredible. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I loved that a lot because it, it just, you can tell like he is getting just increasingly manic. He's like sleeping on the floor to keep uh, Harry from getting up early to get the mail. Um, Mail letters are like flying down the chimney and smacking him in the head. Just thousands of letters, but he still somehow keeps Harry from reading them. Uh, <laughs> Vernie's my boy. Uh, he takes them out of town. He's just like, we're out of here. I think they go to a hotel, but that doesn't work either. Finally, they just go out to this tiny shack on a rock in the middle of the ocean, uh, which is just just great. Uh, I love Vernie. Um, which of course, uh, this just happens to be uh, midnight on Harry's birthday. Of course, uh, and uh, that's when Hagrid shows up. Well, there's a knock on the door. Uh, you don't know who it is yet until the start of chapter four, but that's the end of chapter three. Okay, D- you need like, not you, just like how how fucking dumb does Harry have to be? Because, like, I vividly remember this from the movie, and, like, mm-hmm. I feel like they also describe it a little in this chapter. I could be I could be mistaken, but um, when all the letters start flying in, mm-hmm. like, all at once, yeah, he's trying to catch them. Yeah. Instead of just picking one up off the floor. Yeah, no, I, Harry's a moron. Harry's and a I'll, fucking I'll, idiot, dude. Chapter four is really where I was like, wow, Harry's real dumb. Um, and I'll get into that here in a second. But yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Maybe it's more impressive, my boy, Vernie. Uh, you can't call well, him your boy. He's my boy. He's I like not him. your boy. He abuses children. That's not okay. <laughs> he's a fucking asshole. I mean, he is a fucking asshole. But just, I don't love him. I love just his character. The dude is straight up lost his mind. Yeah, no, that's fine. Uh, and it's it's pretty funny. It's pretty humorous. Um, but I'm telling you, he's a ninja. He won't let Harry get any of those letters. There's like literally thousands of them, and Harry still can't get one. Um, yeah, yeah. Any any other thoughts on chapter three before we move on, Zach? No, but I do want to share this fucking menacing picture of Hagrid with you. Oh, um, so for those of you guys who are listening at home, uh, I am following along with Scott in the illustrated version of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Was that uh, which a humble is, brag? Which is beautiful. What was that, Scott? <laughs> was that a humble brag? Like, yeah, I have the illustrated version. Oh, I have all of them. I have every book and every illustrated version that's been released. So, God damn it. Um, just look at how fucking terrifying Hagrid looks. Yeah. 
Yeah, this is great for it's, an audio podcast. It's uh, real good. He does look terrifying. I mean, I'm talking to you right now. They're just yeah, they're just listening. They can they're just here. It. Yeah. Yeah, and anybody who owns the Illustrator version, you guys will know. Like, damn, that's a fucking good illustration. They're they're in on in on it and know um, know him. Um, okay, cool. Uh, chapter four starts. Uh, my first note here is Hagrid ties Dursley's gun into a knot. Baller move. I like Hagrid yep. already. Yep. Uh, just reaches. <laughs> Dude's got a gun, and Hagrid just reaches over, grabs it from him, and ties it into a knot. Um, yeah, I like him. I like Hagrid already. Uh, this is, uh, of course, where he does the famous line, which I'm pretty sure. So I've seen all the, you know, the memes, the jokes about like, oh, you're a wizard, Harry. Uh, which always makes me. That's a good Haggard voice, Scott. Thank you. It was pretty good. I didn't even realize I had a Haggard. Anytime you're I quoting just... Haggard from now on, you've you've got to use. Okay, it. I could do that. I'll quote Haggard a lot. I like Haggard. Uh, it immediately just makes me think of the "You're a lizard, Harry" instead, which makes me chuckle every time. If you've seen that meme, where it's just Harry's face on a lizard. Uh, yeah, which is pretty good. That's such uh, a dated also, meme, Scott. I've listened. So old. <laughs> I'm just now reading these books. Fuck you. Oh, wait, how old are you, uh, Scott? For everybody let's at home? Let's not talk about that. I'm old. <laughs> um, 32. Uh, anyway. Oh, what is next here? Okay, so... Yes, so obviously Hagrid starts telling him about Hogwarts... Uh, he's getting increasingly pissed off at the Dursleys because they've not told him anything. Hagrid, see, okay, Hagrid just assumes that they've told him everything and that he knows these things. Uh, but obviously, Harry doesn't know shit because the Dursleys are fucking terrible people, uh, which Dumbledore should know. Uh, somebody should know. They know he's living in a cabinet under the stairs for crying out loud. They obviously know something about his home life. Mm, just I, I, I like to think that like these letters for for new Hogwarts students are produced in mass. And oh, it's like an automated. It's just magic. And, and somehow, like, some some form some form of magic just knows like that's where he's at. I suppose I can buy that, but that's still... I mean, it's a cop-out, for sure. It is a cop-out. I don't... I still don't excuse Dumbledore It's for the this. typical... And listen, by the way, like, first off, I will I will never apologize for the Harry Potter... For the Harry Potter universe. Like, I love it to death, but I understand that, quote-unquote, well, it's because it's magic... Well, because magic, yes. ...is going to be a very common thing yeah. in arguing with you... <laughs> Yeah, but, but I mean, I, I just, like to think that because that way, you know, everybody's off the hook. Nobody actually knows about <laughs> shitty home situation. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's yeah. That reminds me of uh, Metal Gear. I don't know if you're very familiar with the Metal Gear universe, but basically, no. anytime anything doesn't make sense, it's just like, well, nanobots. Everything is nanobots. It's nano machines. Oh my god. Uh, anyway, it's so, because yeah, of this, the force. It's because of the fright. Listen, every, everything has cop-outs. We all know it. But I can already tell these cop-outs are going to be worse than most. Uh, Hagrid has fucking everything in his coat, including an actual live owl. Yep. <laughs> he just... At one point, so he goes in, he builds a fire, 
He starts pulling out food, a tea kettle, all this stuff. And then at one point, he's like, ah, shit, I forgot to send a letter. And just pulls an owl out of a pocket. Dude. And I have a question here in my notes. Magic or deep pockets? (laughs) Question mark. Uh, I don't know if they get into that later, but I'm like, does he just have a sick coat with a bunch of pockets? The answer is is yes. The answer is always magic, right? We just went over this. Yeah. Uh... Okay, here's here's where it gets a little... Here's where I am intrigued about. This is something, and I think I touched on this several times. This is something I am very intrigued about. Uh, Hagrid's wand is apparently a pink umbrella. Uh, baller again. Uh, love Hagrid. Uh, I have... I don't remember Hagrid doing any magic in the movies. Again, my memory of the movies is very rusty. And they already seem to be setting up some mystery around him not supposed to be doing it because he was expelled, but he won't say why. Yeah. So that's fun, and I'm interested in that, why he got expelled. I am I'm so I'm so interested to hear you pick this apart. Like just I guess everything apart because uh-huh. you are an adept reader. I mean you you read very intentionally. Yes. You know, uh and you're reading this story for the first time. So th- this is really, really cool. As a 32-year-old, not a 9-year-old. <laughs> As a fucking old-ass <laughs> man. Yes, exactly. Um, no, yeah, that's... Because, uh, again, I mean, I've read these this these books several, several times, but even rereading that, I'm, I don't even acknowledge, like, hey, this is a setup. Which, right, right. spoiler alert, it is a setup. I will not go into that for you but you right know. and I, yeah i mean obviously it is they're setting up something and i'm sure eventually we will get to what hagrid did to get expelled but i don't remember any maybe it wasn't in the movies i don't know if it was i don't remember anything about it um As you, I, let me ask you this uh if they're like in this case i can answer that for you are you going to go back and rewatch no. the movies or no like, I mean, that, uh, well, that's something I, that has no spoiling to it, you know? I probably will go back eventually and watch the movies just to see what They're what so changed, bad. what they cut out. The movies are awful. Wow, I didn't ex- I didn't even think I knew you had the help. That I mean, it's like, they're they're pretty bad, dude. Like, Oh, interesting. Okay, I don't think I knew this. Uh, I don't think I knew you felt this way. I thought everything Harry Potter was just the best. No, again, I'll call a duck a duck, man. It, it, right, fair. That's fair. It, it, the, they're, not, they're not great. Hey, guys. This is Editing Zach. I just wanted to hop in here real quick. We got off on a really strange tangent. Something about Scott wanting to make a joke about ducks because of my comment about calling a duck a duck. It didn't really land. We argued for a few minutes, and I just thought it was nonsense, so I cut it out. Here we are talking about how bad the movies were. All right, sorry. Yes, the movies are bad, huh? I did not. They're, they're not great, man. That. I mean, there okay. there are some of the movies that I'm like, all right, hey, I can fucking get down with this. But like, every movie has at least one major thing that I'm like, why? Interesting. Why would this we do that? This is interesting. So it just makes me hate them. I don't know if they've talked about this, if this is a possibility, but do you think they will ever like? do like a show treatment of the Harry Potter books? Oh man, uh, one can hope. Yeah, like, um, like I, the full on Game of Thrones treatment, like that That might be pretty cool. I don't know that the Harry Potter books, like the books that we know, mm-hmm. would be made into a show, um, but I could see something like spinning off of it. Uh, more like, of a spinoff, more of like... Uh, 
way in the future or way in the past or something like that? Yeah, I think I think they'd have to do way in the past because with I mean hopefully I'm not saying I don't think yeah, this well, is anything just that's like the way things are left, I'm sure. It, it, well, it, no, it's just like with how high the stakes are with Voldemort and how mm-hmm. intricate the story is with Voldemort. Uh, I don't know that like you can raise the stake. I mean, of course you can raise the stakes more, but I think it would just be a heavy eye roll. So I think it'd be more cool to just go back in the history of the Harry Potter universe and learn more about either how we got to that point. So a, a closer like past or just like way, way, way back, like how Hogwarts was founded or things like that. Sure. Okay. Fair enough. Um, that's interesting. I, I legitimately did not know. I, I think when I've talked to you before about the movies, you've said some of them and some aspects of them were bad. I don't think I had ever truly fully grasped how much you didn't like them, I guess. All right. Um, anyway. Uh, yeah, I am very interested to know what the... I want to know Hagrid's backstory, more or less. Uh, I like, if it's not clear already, I like Hagrid a lot. Actually, really a lot, unlike the joke-liking of Vernie. Um, Next up I have here, (laughs) Harry seems, I'm just going to read this note verbatim, because it very succinctly sums up my thoughts here. Uh, Harry seems absolutely shocked and can't seem to believe that magic is real and he's a wizard. He's an idiot. Two chapters ago, he thought the wind caught him and carried him to the roof of the school. Oh, and his hair grew back overnight. Oh, and he had a fucking convo with a damn snake. Scott, Harry is 10 years old, man. Well, I guess now he's 11, but... Listen, that even more so you should be at that age you should be even more willing to accept that yeah, magic is real. Like uh, when you were a kid, like I'm sure there were times you were like, yeah, maybe this stuff could be. I'm real. just saying critical thinking in the face of that is not going to happen with an 11-year-old. He thought the wind caught him and carried him to the roof of the school. Oh, Freaking Harry. What he- a Okay, what so okay, it, not in an effort to to defend Harry Potter, but this is something that's kind of like fucked up to think about. Stuff like that probably happens in his life pretty often, but he he is so like emotionally and mentally like fucking fucked by Beating how down. shitty the Dursleys treat him. Right. Um like he probably legitimately makes these excuses in his head so that he doesn't get beat and stuff like that because he often sure talks about how like you know uh he got in trouble like every time yeah like, yeah yeah i mean again i'm not trying to like damp you know dampen the mood or anything like that but like it's it's just right. like it is crazy to think about like he probably experiences some form of mental slash emotional slash physical sure. like you know uh abuse Right. Uh, for lack of a better word, uh, by this family he lives with, and and he's just like not connecting the dots because he's like, I'm not allowed to go there. Right. Which again, Dumbledore. Yeah, that's oh. not. I I get okay. where you're at right now. Like, yeah, fucking Dumbledore uh, yeah, sucks. I, um, yes, but again, I get. Listen, it. I don't think Dumbledore sucks. It's just like, dude, come on. There had to be a better plan than this. Uh. So anyway, yes, you're probably right. Uh, I do not mean to you no, know, no, hate no. on Harry too much because he probably is legitimately very emotionally distressed, but that also ties back to what I'm saying with like, 
she really goes overboard, I feel like, with how shitty the Dursleys are. Like, come on, we get it. I mean, they Move suck. On. They they do suck. <laughs> uh, okay, next up I have here... Uh, Hagrid thinks this is this I find a little interesting. Hagrid thinks it's absurd that they told him that James and Lily, uh, obviously Harry's parents, died in a car crash. I think he says something to the effect of James and Lily, one of the greatest wizards and witches, died in a car crash, and he just like scoffs at it. Was the implication there is that like can wizards not die in like powerful wizards, can they just not die in like normal, like car crashy ways? Will they um, just, like, magic their way out of it? Or is well, he just saying, like, oh, that's absurd because of the way they actually died? I'm sure it's more of it's absurd because of the way that they actually died. Okay. Um, but other than, like, an unknown assault or, you know, like, you know, getting shot in the back of the head or, you know, like, unknowingly... Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of, like, the normal things that take regular, like, muggle lives mm-hmm. that can happen that, like, a wizard or, like, a, a fairly adept wizard or witch can't magic their way out of. Okay. I mean, All you right. know, if if they were about to get into a car ca- a crash, they could... Um, they could theoretically magic their way out of it. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. I, that is, I didn't know if that was the implication there or if it was if I was just reading too but, much into it. But if if this is also some of the thought, I mean, yes, like you could stab a you know a, a wizard. I almost said a magician. <laughs> you, <laughs> you could stab a magician, yes, uh, or a witch, uh, and kill them, yes, or shoot them or something to that extent. So yes, they they can die by normal means, uh, but they're most normal ways of death that can be magicked out of. It's not magic. It's an illusion. Um, anyway. Uh, okay. Uh, shout out to Joe Bluth. Uh, he, uh, next I have here, uh, Hagrid makes dipshit grow a tail. Uh, again, yep. they touch on, I think Hagrid says, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Really, really just keeps, even even in the next chapter here, just keeps doing magic and then constantly saying, oh, I'm not supposed to do that. <laughs> Wait, shit, I already lost my Hagrid. I just tried to do it and realized it was terrible. Hold on, let me see if I can get it back. Uh, I gotta go back to the one I know. You're a wizard, Harry. Oh, I'm not supposed to do that. Alright, that's that's okay. (laughs) No, that was pretty good, man. Um, Also, I had, man, could have done better. I feel like he could have done something worse to him than make him grow a tail. It it was okay. It was kind of... You, you, for these early chapters, and actually for the majority of the book, you listened to it, right? Uh, yes, I okay. did, but I also, when making some of my notes, I, I was reading, like, two. So. Isn't it isn't it pretty amazing how uh, Hagrid's speech is so fucked in text? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I did. She does a good job of, like, making him... You can just, like, when reading it, it's one of those... You know like, how he you sounds. You hear him, yeah, you know how he talks. Yeah. Uh, last thing here for chapter four... Uh, they're going to sleep. Uh, Hagrid gives Harry his coat and says that his coat might wriggle while Harry is sleeping. Uh, fuck that is what I have. <laughs> that sounds terrifying. Um, have you ever, maybe this is just a weird me thing, but have you ever like had that nightmare where like you feel like 
there's like snakes or yep. something in your freaking bed and you oh, wake yeah. up and you're like ah uh yeah, yeah it's awful. that sounds terrifying Hagrid I like you dude but get clean out your coat man that's not cool <laughs> yeah yeah definitely no kidding man also I don't know how Harry being an 11 year old that just found out that you're fucking magic I don't know how he slept at all that night and then also Hagrid's coat wriggles um it's interesting I, that you pronounce the R in Wiggles. Wiggles? Wriggles. That's two different words. Really? Yeah. Wriggle and wiggle. What is wriggle? Wriggle. I mean, it's basically the same thing. So they're not different words. <laughs> <laughs> is they're it like two a different British words, but they mean it, the same thing. What? Is it like a British pronunciation versus like an American pronunciation? I don't know why. I'm not British. Why are you asking me if it's I don't know. I just feel like that's one of those weird things you would know. Well, it turns out I don't. They're both words. Trust me. Um, Okay. Anything else about chapter four, Zach? (laughs) No, I mean, you you took some good notes in that chapter. It's a good chapter. Uh, Yeah, I I thought that was definitely, like the first couple chapters, just like I, I already told you, you know, I'm beating a dead horse here but i don't care at all about the home stuff uh so once this was like getting into some real shit i was like okay this is what's actually interesting to me um chapter five here will be our last one uh for the for the episode here uh before we leave off uh (laughs) the very first thing that happens here is uh the owl brings a newspaper straight up one piece ripoff um, you haven't seen this yet, Zach, but, uh, seagulls bring newspapers, uh, to people in, in one piece, uh, straight up. And then they have to pay them. They have like a little jacket pouch thingy and you give them the money and you'll see it eventually. I think it's it not a one piece ripoff. Soon. It's a one piece ripoff. Uh, getting I'm the post by, by bird. Is That's the, never happened in the history of oh anything. Oh my god, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a one-piece ripoff, and I'm standing by that. Oh man, you're uh, Okay, next. Uh, so, I think they get up, have breakfast. Uh, Harry's like, how am I going to pay for this? Uncle Vernon won't do it. Uh, apparently, Harry's parents left him money for school uh, in the Goblin Bank which sounds a bit odd. Um, why it's are called the Gringotts, Scott. Yeah, Gringotts. Sorry, why are the goblins the only ones who are allowed to be bankers? That sounds racist. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, man, I, I gotta, I'm glad you're bringing this up early. Okay, good. Oh, goody. Um, racism is a thing in this, in this world. Oh, I it, believe it. It's bad. Like, in a way she's trying to, like, draw attention to and say it's bad? No, or just, like, no, she's just no. kind of enabling? Nope. Just, well, I mean, okay. So, I mean, the, the story that... Let's see here. Hold on. I need to tread lightly here. <laughs> yes. M- mostly because I don't want to ruin anything for you. But, uh, no, the I don't think that it's in a way that, like, hey, racism is present okay. and she's just okay with it. Okay. Um... But I don't think. But that it is with, a thing. Uh yes, it is a thing. I mean, yeah, that's. But you know, with with like specifically like, <laughs> like with the goblins and some other things that'll come up later. Um, 
I don't know that it was necessarily like, hey, I'm intending to make this a thing so that it can be like spread awareness. Uh, and I think that, you know, at the time that the books came out, it's obviously like uh-huh. over 20 years ago uh, that she wrote them. And uh, I think now it's like you're going back and being like, yeah, that's definitely what I meant. <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. I see what you're saying. All right. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> they get in the boat. Hagrid again uh, mentions that he's not supposed to do magic, but does it again anyway to move the boat. He doesn't want to row, basically, so he just taps the boat with his uh, pink umbrella. Again, yeah. Love, love that his wand is the pink umbrella. Yep. Uh, oh, I'm not supposed to do that, Harry. Uh, here we go. Uh, so they're reading the list. Oh, oh, this this is the one I've been waiting for. Oh my god. This is, this is so perfect for you especially, Zach, you motherfucker. Uh, he's reading the list of books and like school supplies that Harry needs. The names here. No, wait, I'm sorry. This is even before that. This is before that. This is when Hagrid's reading the paper. We'll get to the names of some of the other people. Oh, shit. Okay. The name of the head of the Ministry of the Magic is Cornelius Fudge, which is (laughs) the best name so far. See, here's the difference between. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty good. Here's the difference between you and me, you asshole. You just immediately heard Monkey D. Luffy and Buggy the Clown and immediately thought, that's stupid, I'm gonna shit on this. I hear Cornelius Fudge, and I'm like, hell yeah, 10 out of 10 name. Cornelius that's is dumb a real hell. name. I know Cornelius is a real name, but Fudge? Cornelius Fudge, come on, <laughs> come on. It's great, I okay, love it. all right. Cornelius Fudge Fair is enough. amazing. I don't ever want to hear you talk about Monkey D. Luffy ever again. Dude, Monkey D. Name. Luffy is real dumb. It's so good. Uh, okay, <laughs> here we go. Next, uh, uh, Harry asks why there's a Ministry of Magic. Uh, and uh, basically Hagrid tells him, you know, to keep muggles from knowing about the magic world. And Harry's like, well, why do you do that? And Hagrid tells him, everyone would want magic solutions to their problems. And that's why the wizard world is keep kept secret. I find that very selfish of the wizards, uh, which again I like. Good, good on you, wizards. Um, <laughs> if magic thought, can solve I problems, I thought you were going a different direction with that. No, but no, I'm going to. If magic can solve problems, I feel like they probably should be helping the Muggle world if they have it in their power. Maybe that's what's going to happen at the end of this whole thing. I don't know, uh, but. It's, I feel like it is very selfish of the wizards, but I, I kind of dig it. Good for them. You know, let people solve their own problems. Um, <laughs> this was maybe my favorite part of uh, everything I've read so far. Hagrid, while they're going to die, die, Diagon Alley, is that what it is? Um, um, it's it's Diagon Alley, or Diagon Alley. Diagon Alley. Hagrid spends the entire trip just shitting on everything in the muggle world. He's just like, parking meters, look at oh, these dumb muggles, what will they think of next? Like, look at this capitalism, right? <laughs> look at, like, he's like, I he think he tells Harry, I don't understand this dumb muggle money. He just shits on everything. It's great. 
Uh, then he gets on the train and just starts knitting. Um, Hagrid's the best character by a mile. You know what's uh, what's really funny about boy. the Muggle Money thing is boy. like he okay. Like, I mean, and anybody who may be listening to this from the fucking UK, uh, maybe you can correct me if we're wrong. Uh, I believe that pounds are just paper bills with numbers on them, right? Like. Like, like you. Oh, sh- I mean, yeah. So you should just be able to read a five. <laughs> you should, but, <laughs> but Hagrid's too busy just thinking everything in the Muggle world sucks. Hey, this cost <laughs> fifteen pounds. Okay, I can do simple math. <laughs> Hagrid doesn't have time for that Muggle bullshit. It's so funny, dude. Because like, in this in this book, do they? Or excuse me, in this book, in this chapter, do they? Yes, I think I know what you're gonna say. Galleons the, the and money, nuts and yes, sickles. It's like twenty nine <laughs> galleons to a no, twenty nine silvers to a gold and like seventeen no, 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 bronzes no, no. Sickles, to a silver. Nuts and galleons. Yeah, but they're bronze, silver, and gold, right? Yes, 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 yes. So yeah, and it's like random ass numbers that don't make any sense. Yeah, and that Hagrid's totally fine with, but Muggle money is just dumb as hell. Yep. Uh, I love Hagrid. Uh, he's great. <laughs> Never changed. He's a Hagrid. good character. He's a good he's, character. He's good. He just starts knitting then on the train, which I also love for no reason. Um, here we go. This is where we get to the names, uh, and I have here a quote in my notes: Zach can never talk shit about One Piece names ever again. God damn it! Uh, these are three of the names. Th- three of my favorites here: Bathilda Bagshot, mm-hmm. Quentin Trimble, and <laughs> the best one of all: Arsenius Jigger. Just phenomenal names. Quentin Trimble, I think, was the guy that wrote The Defense Against the Dark Arts, which th- that game, that that guy's name is an inspiring fear in anyone. His name is freaking Trimble. Uh, great names. Love them. I, I don't think that I have, like, other than uh, Batilda Bagshot, I don't think mm-hmm. I had known those other two names. So I uh, would have missed that question in Harry Potter trivia. You call yourself a and I call myself a Ravenclaw, and I had no idea. Are they Ravenclaws? No, just Ravenclaws are are smart. Oh God, Jesus! <laughs> They're clever. Um, fuck sure, you, yeah. Scott. <laughs> sure, okay. Better take that quiz again, bud. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like <laughs> fuck you, dude. <laughs> I feel like you would be either a Slytherin or a Ravenclaw let's uh, well you're gonna I know at some point you're gonna make me take the quiz we'll cross that bridge when we come to it that'll be for our Patreon uh, which is coming soon sure (laughs) Um, the owl cat or toad I have just who the fuck would choose a toad they say say on the list like you can bring the one of these three pets familiars whatever they are who the fuck would choose a toad an owl, sure. Owls are cool. Apparently, they carry your mail. Cats are cool. People legitimately have cats. What the fuck would a toad do? Dumb. Yeah, Nobody's I. Just a toad. You know, I. I got nothing, buddy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> who's who's who, what dipshit is choosing a toad? Uh, Hagrid. I have next. Hagrid continues to shit on Muggles. I don't have anything else other than that, so I don't know what he was talking about. But apparently, he was 
continuing to uh, let muggles have it, which is great. Um, so they get to the leaky cauldron. Uh, everyone wants to chat up and shake hands with Harry Potter. He's real famous. Uh, I just have lame. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they meet Professor Quirrell, who teaches uh, defense against the dark arts, or as I shall henceforth refer to it, Dada. Uh, yeah, that, that's what that's what Potterheads call okay, it. Okay, good. Dada, uh, because defense against dark arts is way too long to type out. Um, Quirrell seems like a real just doofus. Uh why this spaz is like teaching defense against the dark arts I never know but as I was writing this I don't think I remember this specifically from the movies I think I just remember this from just osmosis you know years of osmosis is I think it's a running joke that the defense the data teacher is like always worthless or something I don't know um I'm sure we'll see how that plays yes, out. Yes, sure. We'll go with yeah. that. Don't don't spoil it. I can tell it's very hard for you sometimes. God damn. Yeah, this is tough, man. This it's, is tough I knew to it like... Would. Listen, it was tough for me with One Piece. Th- there's so many times where I'm like... In my head, I'm like, did you know? <laughs> <laughs> you want to flex your Harry Potter knowledge I just, on me I so just want to share this universe with you and you're just like so far behind and also yeah. not oh. as interested in it you want to talk am. to me about so far behind you're 900 episodes of one piece <laughs> behind buddy fair enough uh they go into the bank and hagrid is very mysterious about something in vault 713 i'm sure that won't be relevant at all is what i have here uh okay so yeah they get uh they get um his his stuff from from Gringotts, uh, and uh, that's all I have there. Uh, Harry goes to get his shit. Specifically, uh, I think they're getting. I think he's getting fitted for uniforms, and um, he he meets Malfoy. Uh, you get to meet this little shit heel Malfoy. Um, I don't have much here, but I do have. Malfoy says, quote, imagine being in Hufflepuff. I think I'd just leave. <laughs> End quote. And I have to agree, just the name seems lame as shit. Dude, you know what's funny is Amanda is a Hufflepuff. Oh my god. Uh, no, I Amanda. I love Amanda. That can't be true. No, she is. The thing is, is like, listen, Hufflepuffs, straight up stoners, dude. They're straight up the most like chill fucking like is that what that name means, Hufflepuff? I mean, you know, probably yes. All right, fine. <laughs> Dude, like, okay, like, because I know that you're a little farther ahead at the time of recording this. Like, right. what to you are the defining characteristics of each house? Like, what, well, what is so Gryffindor's I, I don't know how much we should get in. Like, bravery, I think, is Gryffindor. Okay. I think Slytherins are, like, just sneaky assholes. Uh, you said Ravenclaws are like intelligent, but if you're one that can't be, it. I'm Fuck kidding. I'm you. kidding. I'm kidding. I think Ravenclaws are more like strategery, uh, in the words of G W. Um, 
And I, I honestly don't know what Hufflepuff. That's thing exactly is. my point. They're just okay. like they're just there. <laughs> they're like, just they're there. just the chill they motherfuckers. Just exist. Like like everybody knows a Hufflepuff, and they're always the nicest, coolest people. Like like it's true I, about Amanda. I like okay um Jamie, uh uh-huh. Jake's wife. Yeah, definitely a Hufflepuff. Okay, okay. Like like that is that is like like they're just sweet and just nice and like. They, but see, I mean, here's this is a very weird specific instance that I'm going to bring up here real quick. But I seem to recall, and I could be totally wrong about this. Uh, Daniel, um, I Radcliffe? can't even remember his. No, 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 no. Used to work with us. This oh, is a very specific oh, Daniel Matthew example. Uh, not Daniel Parrot. No, Daniel, Daniel Matthew. Daniel Matthew, yes. I seem to remember overhearing him saying one time that he was a Hufflepuff. And that was probably one of the times I've rolled my eyes the hardest in my life because I just didn't want to hear any Harry Potter shit. Uh, uh, he wasn't chilling cool. <laughs> Sorry, I Daniel think, Matthew. I think he was. <laughs> Not so much chill. He was cool. I don't think he was very chill. Like, okay, I mean... I- I guess when I picture a Hufflepuff, I picture like somebody that's like, "Hey man, I got some extra weed. You want to come smoke?" <laughs> <laughs> Full disclosure: anybody who's listening, I don't smoke weed, but like, <laughs> it's just like, you it's, just that, hang out that's with just what I picture. Like, apparently. just like chill, fucking like potheads that are just like that's, down to earth and like mellow as hell. I that's fine. I just. There's something about this Malfoy quote that just made me... I, I was already like, Malfoy's just a little piece of shit, but I started to like him a little bit when he said this. It just imagine being in a Hufflepuff. God damn it, Scott. Just, how did I know that you were going to fucking like Malfoy, that's, man? I, did, I didn't like him. I already was like, uh, this little shit heel's kind of an asshole. But then he said that, and I genuinely laughed. Like, I, I just said, I have to agree, that name just seems lame as shit. Yeah. Uh... Anyway, I'm sure we'll come back to the houses uh, once they get into sorting. Um, so we'll save save a little bit of that. Um, oh, Malfoy also says something here. Uh, Malfoy says that every once in a while, Hagrid gets drunk, tries to do magic, and sets his house on fire. And then in my notes, I just have period awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I love I don't Hagrid. remember that at all. That's what Malfoy tells Harry, uh, because I think Hagrid is like banging on the window trying to get Harry's attention. And um yeah, there's Look at that terrifying picture Zach of Malfoy. Is showing me more uh illustrated Harry Potter stuff. I think yeah, Hagrid's banging on the window trying to get Harry's attention, and Malfoy's like, Who the fuck is that weirdo? And Harry's like, Oh, he's you know, like, because he loves Hagrid. He's like, he's the gameskeeper at, uh, you know, Hogwarts. And Malfoy says that every once in a while, oh, yeah, I've heard of him. I've heard every once in a while he gets drunk, tries to do magic, and sets his house on fire. That's awesome. Um, Hagrid rules and continues to rule. Because in my next note, even Hagrid says, quote, everyone thinks Hufflepuff are a lot of duffers. <laughs> Which, I don't, I think that's a British thing. I'm not entirely sure what a duffer is, but I'm pretty sure that immediately confirms what I already thought about Hufflepuff. Definitely. Uh, 
that they suck. Uh, we're we're going to have to get Amanda on the podcast since oh she God. is the resident yes. Hufflepuff. We do need to. She needs to defend her, her Hufflepuffs. <laughs> Um, you know, the other day she was telling me that she doesn't want a guest on an episode, and I was like, "You are such a shit." So uh, I'm gonna uh, have to, I'm gonna have to do we'll some arm wrestling here to, we'll to get to her in. Um, uh, next note I have here, I've got a couple left. Ollivander, the wand dude, is creepy as hell. Uh, oh, I'm so glad you brought him up. <laughs> I kind of like him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, really good weird. memory. Um, really good memory. Uh, yes. Ag- again, he talks about Hagrid's wait, 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 wait. wait, wait, wait. I remember every wand I've ever yeah. sold, Mister Potter. Yeah, very, very <laughs> creepy. Uh, very creepy vibe from this dude. Uh, again, here we are again talking about Hagrid's wand um, and how they must have snapped it when he was expelled. Which is that what they do for everyone that's expelled? That just seems like a dick move. Yeah, it's a real fucked up move. Like, the, yeah. the idea is like, I mean, think about it like this, like wands can be used for everyday tasks, but they can also be used to, like, inflict harm. Sure. Like, if you don't it's pass like a background check, it's like if the Jedis were like pass your, like, uh, concealed carry, you know, like, you can't, you can't use that. You know, you can't do sure. that. Sure. Sure. It's like if the Jedi were kicking somebody out of the order and they would, like, cut their lightsaber in half. But it's like, was that really necessary? Just take it away from him. Why do you have to, like, break it in front of him? That just seems like the dick. (laughs) I mean, that's fair. But, yeah, so if you haven't, because I don't think that this is explicitly said later, um, and I don't think it's, it would fall into the realm of, like, spoilers, but, like, you, you already know that Hagrid gets expelled, so they snap his wand in half. Right. His, and his, his wand is basically, like, concealed in... His pink okay, well, will, will you let me finish my note here? Oh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> Hagrid tells Ollivander that, yes, they snapped it, but he says he still has the pieces, and Ollivander's like, well, you don't use them right. And Hagrid's like, oh, no, 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 no. And, like, Harry says it looks like Hagrid is gripping his umbrella tighter. So, yes, it's they don't explicitly say it, but it's pretty obvious he's got right, them right. in his umbrella and is still using them somehow so again i go back to if he can still use his shattered wand what the fuck was the point of breaking it in front of him okay so and don't tell me if you know know, obviously this is gonna have to be something that i will address and i will remember it because i'll put a note in my phone uh but this will this is insane but this will have to be answered for you i will answer it for you in the seventh book Oh lord! Oh goody! <laughs> but hold wait. on, I, I'm glad that you're bringing this up because, like, I also, even though I will defend Harry Potter to like with my last fucking breath, mm-hmm. uh, a couple things I want to point out here, um, and you will pick up on them later. I'm just gonna make statements here rather than like invite full conversation. But um, uh, J.K. Rowling, I don't think she realized what she was going to do with wand lore in the future. Sure. Which like I mean I can't book. I can't necessarily fault her for, but one right. of the things that she has gone on record saying is that like she knew exactly where every aspect of the story was <clears throat> going at the time of writing the first book, which in some aspects I'm like hell yeah you absolutely knew where you were going with this it seems very intentional and then some things it's like ah, I don't I don't really know what sure you know what you had in mind, but you know um, as you learn because uh, you. You get to see Harry Potter get his wand, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. 
So yeah, as you learn, very next note the here, wand so. chooses the wizard, right? Yes. Okay. Um, that's what. And when so going says. back to when Harry met Malfoy uh, at Madame Malkin's, uh, getting like the robes and stuff. Uh, he says that his father is next door buying my books, and my mother's up the street looking oh, at yeah, wands. You're right. Which doesn't make sense why the fuck she'd be looking at wands. She'd be wasting her time because it doesn't matter what fucking wand she likes. The wand chooses the wizard. You know? Uh, So there's that. Does that... Well, I guess don't tell me, but... It would have been cool if that had come back as like, oh, well, Malfoy sucks at using his wand because someone else chose it for him. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, that could be. That, That would be interesting. An interesting turn of events. Um. Yeah. So I still want to know the story of how he got expelled. Uh. Like, because obviously he's got his broken wand in his pink umbrella somehow. Um. Anyway. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Harry's wand is the brother, basically, of Voldy's, because of course it is. Uh. They both. It was like a phoenix tail feather. I think. Had, yes. And the phoenix only had two feathers, and they were. One of them was Voldy's wand, which gave him that scar. Ollivander, like, creepily strokes his scar. Um, Harry <laughs> Harry makes mention that Harry, he does not like Ollivander, uh, but of course I do. Uh, he's, he's very weird. Um, I think he talks about both of Harry's parents' wands at some point, too. Um, yeah. Uh, that's it, and and that's pretty much the the end of the chapter. That's that's all I've got, and that is all we will be covering covering um, today. We will <clears throat> get into the next. We're gonna planning on doing this in three episodes. This has gone a, a little long, but not too bad. Uh, we're planning on doing this in three episodes. We'll do uh, six through twelve, I believe, and then six chapters each. The next two. Uh, gotcha. The next two. So, um, I, I have, t- so not only have I taken the Pottermore, uh, house sorting quiz, oh, um, but I also have learned what wand, uh, I would get. Let's hear it. Yeah, sure. Uh, why not? So my wand, uh, would be an 11 inch even, uh, ash wand, uh, slightly flexible, uh, with dragon heart string for the core. You goddamn fucking nerd. <laughs> yep. Yep, 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 yep. Oh my god. See, this is exa- that right there, the whole oh, house, what house would you be in and take the quiz and what wand would I have? That is exactly the kind of lame ass shit that has turned me off Harry Potter for years. Like these first couple chapters, not terrible. Like Certain things, I'm like, that's dumb. But there are a lot of things I can get behind, like Hagrid. Hagrid rules. Hagrid is a great character, man. The dumb names I love. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, dude, fucking uh, J.K. Rowling has a fucking affinity for... um, uh, What is the the name of... When you have, like, two words that are the same starting letter? Huh? Oh, uh, uh, alliteration. Alliteration. Yes. Yeah, like, she... (laughs) She is a fucking elite. Uh, yeah, isn't, aren't all, uh, this may be showing a little bit of what I've read ahead, but aren't all the uh, uh, house, the like the founders of the house's alliteration names, like Sal- Salazar, Slytherin? Yep. And G- G- Gregor Gryffindor? 
Sir Gregor Clegane Gryffindor. <laughs> Sir Gregor, Gregor Clegane. Man, Gryffindor. say that five times fast. That's hard. Yeah, that's not easy. Uh, 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 Hubie Hufflepuff and uh, <laughs> Hubert. Hubie, Hubie, Hufflepuff. And no, 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 no. Listen, listen, listen. Okay, so it's it's Salazar Slytherin. Slytherin. Let me oh. do my cool fun names. All right, go. R- r- I can't. Rodney Ravenclaw. Rodney Ravenclaw. There you go. Now, I'm pretty sure it's a woman, so that's why I was struggling. Rodney. Rodney Ravenclaw. That's pretty neat. That's pretty neat. (laughs) Instead of me and Rodney knowing it, we want to share how neat nature is instead of just me and Rodney knowing it. (laughs) I don't know why I thought about that, Rodney. Specific references. Yeah. Uh, Um, So, they're Salazar Slytherin. Godric Gryffindor, Helga Hufflepuff, and Rowena Ravenclaw. I suppose it's kind of telling that the only one I actually remembered was Salazar Slytherin. <laughs> I guess that tells you exactly what house I'm Definitely. in. Definitely. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, like I said, uh, these first chapters here, they're, you know, they were fine. They didn't blow my mind. Uh, there were certain aspects I liked. There were certain aspects I didn't. Um, but uh, we'll we'll get into more, I suppose, next time. Zach, do you have any final thoughts here? Um, no. I just I just want to say I appreciate that you're doing a good job of being pretty objective and taking it for what it is. Well, thanks, buddy. Um, it's it's pretty nice and refreshing, and I'm sure that you're gonna have a lot to shit all over later. Oh, I'm sure I will. Um, but. I mean, just, you know how much just, I love talking about Harry Potter, so... Yeah, oh, very much. Just keep giving me good shit like Cornelius Fudge, and we'll be fine. <laughs> it's like, yeah, oh, that's the good stuff, yeah. Fucking corny fudge, man. He, he is a... Now, I do want to go on record saying this early on so that you don't feel like my uh, opinion changes down the road. Oh, uh, okay. Minerva McGonagall is the best character in this series. Whoa, okay. Wow, bold. Oh, uh, man, I love her to death. It's definitely Hagrid, but okay. Um, oh, man, Rowena Ravenclaw for sure. Um, wait, is she still alive? Wait, I'm sorry. What did I just say? <laughs> you just said Rowena Ravenclaw. Guys, I'm a little I'm a little drunk. How much have you been drinking? God I... Need to go get another glass of whiskey. I'm glad that everyone now knows that we take this podcast very seriously and are not drinking at all. Yeah, no, it. definitely not. Are you fucking kidding me? Uh, Minerva McGonagall. You see, look, there's an, another alliteration. Yeah, name. yeah, yeah. Minerva McGonagall is the best character in the series. She's fucking fantastic. She can turn into a cat. That's pretty cool. Oh, man, she is so Also, she seemed to be the only one that was talking sense to old Dumble. So, I think I'm with you. Uh, yeah. So, there, yeah. There's not a lot of things that the movies do right, but a lot of the casting is sure. is perfect. Uh, Maggie Smith as Minerva McGonagall is just untouchable. Like, it, the, yeah. the thought of there ever being, like, a, like, where they redo the movies or sure. do a series... And not being able to have Maggie Smith just because she's unfortunately very old, um, it, it just it breaks my heart because she's fucking perfect at yeah. Minerva McGonagall. That's uh, uh, Game of Thrones as well. The casting on that I always felt was so impeccable. Yeah, um, yeah. There, there's aside. only one casting choice that I don't think fits the books well, but I still love him to death. And this is this may be a hot take, but 
um, I don't think Gary Oldman is a good serious. I think Gary Oldman is perfect, and and I love him to death. I do remember Gary Oldman being in one and or several of the movies. He's um, he's Gary in a couple Man. of them, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's just he's so good at acting. So like, I have mm-hmm. to love and appreciate that he played a role in arguably my favorite franchise ever. Sure. But. Um, as far you just as don't think he fits the character. who Sirius is and what Sirius is supposed to be, yeah, no. I mean, we'll we'll dive into this much more in the third book, sure. Uh, when you are introduced to uh, to him, but man, it, it that's the one that I'm like, man, why the fuck did we do that? Hmm, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, thank you guys uh, for joining us for this first episode of my journey into uh, the Harry Potter books here. Um, Zach, any final last thoughts here? No, I mean, I'm, I'm just excited to keep going, man. Uh, so you need to hurry up and uh, get through the next several <laughs> chapters of notes and uh, let's get back to it so that our listeners can uh, learn how much they hate you and, yes. uh, and also maybe learn a couple things because I also... I have learned a couple things, which I think has been a nice, nice uh, couple or like change to the Harry Potter series because sure. I'm listening to it through your perspective, which that's, is, that, is that's, pretty great. That's that's what I'm here for, buddy. All right. Uh, thank you, guys. Uh, join us again next time. We'll see you then. Bye.